Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, June 17th, 547 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up seven and a half at 795 and three quarters. December corn up nine and three quarters at 744 and three quarters. July soybeans up 12 at 1721 and a half. November soybeans up nine and a half at 1552 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up two cents at 1080 and a quarter. July Kansas City wheat down three quarters at 1147 and three quarters. July spring wheat down one at 1208. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave me a comment. If you'd like some additional information from me, Go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service, guys. You get a ton of information direct from me every single uh, business day. Morning email, grain marketing recommendations, lots of weather info, daily subscriber-only videos, all of that stuff. I did a video yesterday regarding the U.S. energy markets, uh, some of the policy stuff we've got going on, some of the issues that the oil refiners are facing. I tied this into ethanol. Um, On Monday, you know, the markets are closed Monday. We've got a three-day weekend. I'll do a weather video. And I'll send it out via text um, on Monday before the grain market open. If you guys want to get that video, you want to get all this information, sign up today. I know a lot of you guys are on the go. If you want to sign up, you can do it on your phone. Uh, Just go to my website, click the subscribe button. You'll be taken to this PayPal page and uh, just click pay with debit or credit card at the bottom. You don't have to have a PayPal account. It's really easy. You just put your email address in. They'll ask you for your credit card info and you'll be good to go. You'll get all my info uh, beginning today and you'll get that Monday night weather stuff all of that information, guys. Just a quick heads up there because I did have some questions about the uh, PayPal deal. Uh, Anyways, let's get into the news here. U.S. acreage estimates are beginning to emerge ahead of USDA's June 30th planted acreage report. Uh, This story is a day old, but I'm going to talk about it because I think it's uh, worthwhile. Well-followed group IHS market expects U.S. corn acreage to rise versus March intentions. Uh, That group, who is well-followed, they pegged the corn uh, corn acreage at 90.965 million, almost 91 million acres. That would mark an increase of almost a million and a half versus USDA's March number. The group expects soybean acreage acreage at 88.735, which would be down 2.2 million versus USDA's March number. So I think that uh, this stuff is interesting. This is actually more in line with my personal opinion, which is not worth more than anybody else's opinion. But um, I think the corn market bought some acres in, in a lot of areas across the corn belt following that survey period. And I know we've got issues in the North. I know that I know that that's been the big topic of conversation. So I kind of, I, I like these numbers uh, personally. Um, I don't know what they're thinking here on spring wheat necessarily. They're talking spring wheat at 10 and a half million, which would be down 710,000 from USDA's March number. I I'm, I'm, I didn't see their report. I just saw the Reuters headlines, but I'm assuming that they're thinking like big prevent plan up north. I don't know if that's the case or not. Take all these numbers with a grain of salt, guys. All the guesses are wrong like every year. I mean, some guys might get some parts of it right, but we're going to be surprised on June 30th, I think. The U.S. Corn Belt is mostly dry here this morning. You've got just kind of like a single system over Missouri moving into western Illinois, but uh, uh, very much dry otherwise. The next seven days, again, offering very little in terms of precipitation. And like I said yesterday, you can almost see uh, the high pressure ridge on the map here just over the Corn Belt. Uh, The rain's confined to the north and then areas further west and further east. 
When you look at temperatures, uh, still warm and above normal. So this 8 to 14-day map takes you all the way out through June 30th, and uh, the government maps at least continue to suggest above normal temperatures. Now, in terms of rainfall, uh, this is what's expected in total through June 26th, so like the next 10 days. And you're going to see some rains potentially return to Nebraska and parts of Iowa, maybe middle part of next week. But a lot of the eastern Corn Belt, dry, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, uh, southern Minnesota, pretty dry. The Dakota's pretty dry. Um, some of the models suggesting that maybe this ridge breaks up toward the end of the month or early July and that rains come back, but that's pretty far out to uh, uh, place any bets on or anything like that, if you want to put it that way. So I think that weather forecasts uh, come Monday when the markets reopen uh, will be a big deal in regard to market direction. Uh, it could very much just be a coin toss. If the forecasts look hot and dry into the first part of July, that's probably friendly to market. If rains and cooler temperatures uh, are in the forecast, then that's probably bearish the market come Monday night. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. Now, U.S. Uh, drought does continue to be reduced, and I've been talking about this on a weekly basis. But uh, compared with where we were, you know, several months ago, things have really shifted in a lot of these areas, you know, Iowa, Northern Illinois, um, South Dakota, North Dakota, I mean, even a lot of Nebraska, Kansas, uh, the Plains have seen some relief. U.S. crop areas experiencing drought. Corn is 17% versus 36 in mid-March. Soybeans, 9% versus 26 in mid-March. Winter wheat drought, 45% versus 73% of those areas in mid-March. Spring wheat down to 22% from 41. Uh, here's a, a chart from USDA. You can see the, the uh, percent of United States corn areas located in drought. We're down to 17%. That number was 36 in mid-March. It was 41% at this time last year. So we have seen uh, a significant amount of drought relief uh, following this wet spring. And this these numbers could start to go in the other direction if this uh, dry forecast sticks around. But for the moment, uh, drought has very much been erased to a significant degree. Last week's export sales, generally disappointing. Old crop corn sales were a marketing year low um, of just 140,000 or 141. Soybean sales, not great either, 317. And uh, wheat sales, really not great at 237. Now, on the positive side, U.S. exporters still have a record book of new crop soybean sales intact seasonally. Uh, we've already got 480 million bushels committed for new crop delivery, which is the best ever for this time of year. New crop corn commitments are the second best on record seasonally behind only last year's banner pace. And last year was like an anomaly. It was it was the best pace we've ever seen by a wide margin, but we are uh, second behind that year. So uh, new crop sales of row crops, uh, really good. And I'd, I'd say especially good considering the high prices the U.S. stock market posted fresh lows for the year yesterday. The Dow Jones closed below 30,000 for the first time since January of 2021. Uh, in regard to major U.S. indexes, the S&P is now down 24% from its all-time highs. The Dow's down 19. The Nasdaq is down 35%. Uh, we all know the story by now. You've got higher interest rates. Fed tightening, inflation, high gas prices, CBS News reporting that Americans have lost $3 trillion in retirement savings as a result of this decline, as uh, most have their retirement accounts heavily allocated to stocks. And even if you did have a more heavy bond allocation, um, you're not doing much better there. You know, the bond market's down double digits to start the year. And if you're in cash, the inflation's killing you. So there's nowhere, nowhere to run and nowhere to hide uh, unless you've been long commodities here over the last year, I suppose. So things are getting tough in the real world. I mean, record high gas prices, record high food prices, reduced savings, more credit card debt, all of that stuff. It's not good for the economy. And that's why the stock market has backed off. The cattle market was mixed yesterday, but cash cattle has been uh, much better this week. 140 in the South, 
145 in the north. The board, again, was mixed yesterday, but good action in the cash market. U.S. dollar is sharply higher. Um, Ahead of the open here, uh, the S&P 500's up 30. The Dow Jones up 190. Bonds are up a full handle. Gold's down a dollar. Crude oil is up 45 cents in the August WTI at 115.70. Remember, guys, markets closed Monday. I am off. I will talk to you Tuesday. Have a great weekend.